Hey Millennials, you're listening to Makeda and Jay on The Rest is Just Confetti. Join us every week as we dive into the best and worst parts of millennial life. Trending topics, millennial issues, and glorified road sessions are all a part of the ride. So let's sift through the nonsense in this week's episode of The Rest is Just Confetti. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> episode seven of the rest is just confetti. 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 <laughs> oh, confetti. Ooh, ooh, that's right. Uh, oh, uh. I'm about to preach like a choir and a reverend. Ooh. Better believe that this is episode seven. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm about to tell you about this oh. new episode, and you oh. listen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ethel walk in. That was become a hype woman. Oh, <laughs> sonny boy, what you playing there? This old motherfucker spit. <laughs> <laughs> should make a meme for you though, because not the whole yeah. this motherfucker spit have <laughs> Ethel in the back. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we will do, guys. For this episode, our cover art will be some meme of Ethel in the back scene. This motherfucker spitting. We gotta find that one. Do you remember that infomercial? Where the old lady is like hurt. I was about like to say, I've fallen and can't go back. Find her picture like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for it. But welcome to episode seven, guys. Yes, yes. We are here to talk to you guys about Usher trading places, role reversals. I was about to say, no, that is yeah. not it. <laughs> role reversals. To Usher's song, Trade and Play. Trade places. Usher. I know I'm going to get so much slack for this, but Usher is a hit or miss with me. Wow. So I know. Wow. Early Usher, yes, all for it. But, like, as he, I'd say, like, post-confessions. Okay. I can yeah. agree with that. Okay. I can agree with that. Okay, yeah. 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 Post-confessions. I yeah. Agree. Confessions yeah. was, like, his his shit His ultimate, like, yeah. yeah. That was, like, his his height. And then after that, I was just kind of like, I wasn't, eh. I wasn't really on confessions like that. My favorite Usher song was that you don't have to call. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Oh, that's that shit. That was a good one. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Which video it. is it of Usher when he's like in the mall talking to some girl, but he's all up in her face and he's like, <laughs> you. <laughs> he's basically telling her like you're not, you're not like her or something like that. Oh, you name. remind me of a girl. You so yeah, of a girl that I once knew. Yeah, so they're in the mall. If I remember this correctly, they're in the mall and Usher's trying to spit to this girl, but he's like in her face, like back dance and everything, and it's basically like you look like this bitch, but I don't want it. I don't want none of this heat. She why used to do all this shit. So, yeah, and I'm like, are you moonwalking while you tell me why I can't be with you? Like what? Egotistical shit is this? Now that I think about it, that that was Usher. Yeah, when I think of Usher videos, it seems like that nigga always in people in the always face, people. Face. Like, give me some room, sir. For <laughs> real, can you back up five yeah. five paces, please? The only reason he back up is to do it back. Do his moon dance. Right I was about to see if he comes <laughs> right back. <laughs> so, like I was saying, you and me, we can never be together. But I'm gonna tell you like that. You don't three have to feet call. away from it's you. Okay, girl. You don't gotta call because I'm right here always. <laughs> in your face. Unless I got a backflip. 
it's two feet back, and I'm back to you. But I'm always coming back. <laughs> but again, That's you don't terrible. have to call. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, episode seven, we're talking about um, role reversals um, and challenging those in um, our, the 21st century and as a millennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah millennial perspective, as always. Yeah. Um, in regards to, you know, certain qualities that we would consider yeah. male qualities. Male qualities or female qualities and and how that has just flipped the switch yeah not to pun intended to tiktok situations if y'all haven't seen our flip the switch challenge go look check at it that out as well check it out yeah share it do whatever you got to do yeah. i think that this was a really good topic for us to do because i think it is a recurring theme in our own relationship like i think it's come up a few times um and how we deal with it as well as how our friends and family perceive it mm-hmm. i think has always been interesting yeah. um to start like the the two main things i think that we we switch roles on and correct me if I'm wrong or if you think it's different or if you have any other ideas of different ways that it's been changed in our household. Um, but for, for, for us, I, I'm more of, um, head of household in the, in the way that I, I, I take charge of bills and stuff like that. Like I'm more of the financer and stuff in the house and, and I, you know, know more about our mortgage and mortgage insurance or, you know, handling all of that stuff. Um, Whereas I think you, um, you take on the head more of the parenting role than I do. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree to that. Uh, finances and financial situations. Yeah. Most definitely. That's all you, um, if, if I were to even look at all the bills that we're doing, I, I know I'll be lost in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as far, as far as parenting, and it's probably just me being biased because I see all the good qualities of you as a mom. Um, I do see it equally, you know, but I have just just from hearing from our family, um, your side of the family, friends and everybody, they always are saying how how much I'm I'm into it. As like yeah, dad. always like I always get those compliments like they'll I'll tell them, you know, like that you took gray or whatever out to the park or like now when I was on maternity leave uh, no sorry when I came off of maternity leave and I was telling everybody that you were home watching the boys like that was mind-blowing to them that you were doing that on your own without you know any help or putting gray in daycare or anything like that and I while it's a role reversal I also think it's kind of sad that society doesn't expect so much of dads you know um, like they expect that of the mom for her to handle say, it but like, like you telling me those stories that was a mind-blowing situation mm-hmm. for me too because I, I see it as such a normal thing you know with me always wanting kids I always wanted to be a um hands-on dad, yeah very hands-on type of dad um you know I always wanted to just go through those experiences know what i'm doing as far as like being a parental figure so to hear stories of like men coming home not knowing how to change a diaper or or just kind of leaving everything to the wife that was that was just blowing to me and for for the situations of some of your colleagues or people that you know saying like oh you're so blessed to have that yeah it's just like what the hell like i I didn't i didn't understand it and i didn't know it was such a, a normal thing yeah, um, I remember like seeing was it a meme or something? You know where it was like, 
moms are typically expected to run like the behind the scenes of the house when it comes to the kids. So, you know, laundry, getting them prepared and food and all that stuff. But like if the dad changed their clothes one minute, it's just like, holy shit, look what he did, (laughs) you know, and they're not, you know, giving any flack or anything to, to the, to the moms. And, and that's crazy to me that dads aren't expected to be that 50% of the parent that they should be. Um, and I think we could probably like go into that more yeah. on a whole other podcast. Yeah, a whole episode in this um, Cause I think it's, there's so many different factors that could come into play yeah. when, mm-hmm. when we talk about like how much one parent does and another. Yeah. Um, it, it does play a role as far as like roles within the, within the household. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always like a, a it's all it's a teetering think, yeah it's kind of like a seesaw and i think um the older generations i think see it negatively or they see things as being out of balance when it like we're not like filling those roles the way that they're used to like traditionally you know um i know i had shared with you that like my parents kind of questioned our marriage before we entered it because of how we had the dynamic of our relationship, you know, and how we were building our foundation. Um, You know, I was, I am the more ambitious one, I guess, when it comes to making the decisions in the household. So, you know, buying our house or switching like cars and just like shit like that, you know, um, that maybe my dad was the man to do in my, him and my mom's relationship. I would be the one doing in hours. Um, and I think they saw that and just like, it just didn't sit right with them. Um, and honestly, I don't even think that's like anything against you. I think like I would have had that in any relationship with any guy. Cause that's just me, yeah. you know, like I'm just like naturally this very bossy, like overtaking kind of person. Like I need to be in control. So I need to, you know, have control of those kind of things. And it's from my upbringing and stuff, you know, in my own personal trials or whatever, but it, I'm just more comfortable doing that. Yeah. Um, so even if I wasn't with you, like that would have been the case with any man. And if they, like, I would have butt, butted heads if it was, you know, some man who wanted mm-hmm. to do that. Like, but I think that's the beauty of our relationship is that we found that dynamic that works. But um, yeah, getting back to my parents, they thought that was so, odd and they questioned our marriage and whether or not you know we should go through with it and they were just kind of like well well, wouldn't you want someone who will be doing these things that you're doing instead and you know like they questioned that and I did hold that against them for a while but um and then like I think I was telling you the other day while I was when I had to do surgery and you were taking care of the boys or whatever my mom came to me and you know she was like he's so capable he's so amazing with the kids and you know like she's your biggest fan now and she has (laughs) nothing negative to say about you if I do say one negative thing that's unrelated she's just kind of like that's fine he's amazing and everything else (laughs) and I'm just like you were the one you know (laughs) saying whatever um but but I think it's just I think it's shaking those stereotypes of how a man and woman relationship has to be because you know as as we've grown as a society people don't fill those roles like they do anymore you know yeah yeah definitely so and I think you you're 100 you hit the nail on the head with it um I think it's to each his own 
And, you know, it does go off of upbringing. You know, a lot of stuff, fi- financially speaking, you taught me a lot of that because mm-hmm. of your upbringing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure your parents and, and um, a lot of people you're around taught you um, balancing checkbooks, uh, how to how to properly use and maintain a credit card, housing, mortgages. And a lot of that stuff you learned on your own as well. So you came in fully, fully prepared for these things. And I was probably the guy just out there maxing out credit cards. <laughs> you we were not. You were able to live with your mom longer while you were able to focus on school. And I didn't get that privilege. I was, yeah, yeah, I was on my own um, from a lot earlier on. Yeah, so and, and also a lot of tendencies that you have as well. You're, you're very um i don't even want to say demanding but i think you're you're very (laughs) um critical and because i think of your anxiety and Mm -hmm. and the 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 way that your mind works yeah you you think out every little thing yes to where like you said i think it would if it was any man that you came Mm -hmm. into a relationship with even a guy that knows what he's doing yeah Mm -hmm. You guys were butt heads. We were butt heads, yeah. I think you you've planned out everything, and not not to not to be like boosting you up or right. anything, but you've planned out everything so perfectly. Even when it's I try my anxiety, figure, yeah. If I try to figure something <laughs> out, I'm like, yo, she thinks has of an everything. For everything. Yeah, I, I I can't do nothing. Yeah, she, she got this apparently. Um, not to boost my own blog, but on our website, I did write a blog about <laughs> my anxiety, and you know, I've always said to to understand me is to understand my anxiety, um, because that's that's just who I am. Like, I have to have an answer for every worst case scenario, and that's crazy. Yeah, and so that reflects in our relationship and our dynamics so um when it comes to the more you know technical things which is finance or or buying homes or you know what is our next move as a family those are things that I'm more comfortable with um and then when it comes to raising the kids like you know I have an idea of the mom that I want to be but my anxiety holds me back from that and I think you're much your mind is much more free and much more willing to allow you you know to have the restrictions or you know the freedom that you want to have with the kids that you're you're much more able to step up to the plate for that and I'm I kind of follow your lead more more or less um for the, I mean we always discuss you know what choices we want to make um but I think I do follow your lead on on implementing them like I'll I'll draw up whatever schedule you need me to draw up but then (laughs) I'll leave it to you to just kind of be like yeah if you could figure out how to get them to do this this would be great I think um we just got to have a podcast episode on anxiety at least put part one part two part three yeah I was gonna say that will be three weeks worth of (laughs) but but yeah man it, it plays a role in everything um, even to the point where, like you said, when we when we go through these roles and roles that are kind of like identified as things that a man should do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of your anxiety, you you've kind of had those developed to a T now. Mm-hmm. To like it, you don't you don't need a man to yeah. really do mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, I it's stuff no that I, yeah I yeah. learned from you. <laughs> it's stuff I learned from you. So I mean, and and men out there, you know it. You don't have to be that guy, you know, that... I was going to say, so I wanted to ask you how that that affects you, if it does, or challenges you. Um, because I know there's a lot of things 
that are quote unquote, you know, like the men trait. Um, for instance, I love decorating the house and stuff, you know, and with that comes me hammering shit and using power tools for everything. And I rather just build shit myself because I'm so used to it, you know, and I, I'm, I feel like I'm quicker with it or whatever, but I, I don't know if that demasculates you or anything or how you feel when I take that away from Uh, you that I don't come to you and be like oh sweetheart I need you to put this up like I'm not that woman you know I'll put it this way you test my patience (laughs) a hell of a lot a hell of a lot when I I say like Uh, to the point where I want to just is it because of my controlling or is it because that I'm demasculating you or like what is it I can't even say that you're controlling or you're demasculating it's it's just the fact that you know what Ah, you're doing and like if so on subconscious some subconscious level maybe it is that you feel like damn I should be the one to know this better than her what do you think yeah okay I can definitely say that I I am I, I was brought up um as, as like a man's man type right. of thing like yo you should be doing this you should yeah. be doing that because you the are traditional like yeah you're supposed to build this shit but if you give if i give you a chair to build for ikea and you give me that same chair best believe you got it in 10 minutes and i'm sitting there looking at page one of the manual like nigga what's up and it's because of that that situations like in our house where we have kids yeah. we don't have that time to take two hours to build a chair right. so I'm like go ahead you do it yeah and, and it is what it is but yeah, you know, for a while, those situations, it did take a toll on me. You yeah. Know, just when you told me those situations about how your parents came to you about, you know, you should second guess the marriage. And right. All that stuff. Yeah, man, that shit hurts. It, it definitely hurts. But um, at the same time, you know, that's those moments where you have to really evaluate yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, that's one of the things that I I try and do. I kind of just try and look at the positives of what I You're am. You're very to the optimistic, table. yeah. Yeah, so uh, it, that that's one of the things that I try and do is always look at the brighter side of things, um, and then also challenge yourself. You know, if if it's something that makes you that uncomfortable, yeah, try and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so if it ever is a situation like you bought Gray a trampoline recently, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Yo, fuck it, I'm a, I'm a builder, shit, I don't give a shit." What happens? And I spent. Probably way longer than necessary right. on the trampoline, but yeah. I, I got the shit up. You did get it up. You best believe that. Um, I want to touch on that, though, because you are naturally a very optimistic person, and I always have loved that about you, and I've never wanted to dim that aspect of you because i think that's such an amazing trait i am the pessimist in our relationship and you are the exact opposite so if your light ever went out we would be done (laughs) um so in the effort to do that you know i think it's always a very fine line um for me when we're walking these role reversal things um and i'm ever aware of it because as much as I'd like society to break it, I feel like it's already so hardwired into our brains, you know, what it's supposed to be. So even if we have our own dynamic that we fall into, um, it's still like, I feel like there's still that underlying thought of, well, he should be doing this or Mm -hmm. well, she should be doing this, you know? Um, so I'm always trying to be really conscious of that. Um, and I'll, I'll try to like, 
fight it and I'll try to you know sometimes I'll ask you to do something even though I know I'm gonna get super frustrated by asking you to do that (laughs) because I'd prefer to do it um or sometimes I I'll see you doing something with the kids or something you know that I feel like damn I should have been able to do that or I should have had that patience to to you know be that mom for them um and and it's frustrating but again I think it's because of those roles and I feel like it's always hard um to to challenge that within ourselves and then I'm always trying to keep in mind of your emotions with that too because as a woman you know you never want to intentionally demasculate your man you know like I I don't think of it anyway like I'm just I'm that's just me as a woman you know I just like to do these kind of things and I'm just good at it um but I know how that could make you feel you know for us Um, it's it's crazy how how much those type of roles that society has placed yeah. in us weighs in on a, a person because that that should it, 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 it definitely can get to you to the point where little things that you would think like that is said for a man a man is supposed to do mm-hmm. I, I try and grab that because I'm just like yo I, I know this, this is, is right I, yeah I, 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 you I should, should be doing yeah, yeah. one that I can do so, something as simple as like putting gas in your car or something like that. I, I'll hop at that so quick because right. it's like, fuck, she does everything. She could do everything else by herself. You, it, and it's like, mm-hmm. if you, and I'm sure a lot of other men run into that too. If you run into a I was woman gonna that's say, very yeah. independent mm-hmm. and can do most of the stuff for herself, it's like, yo, I don't need you to do this. But you, at the same time, you're like, yo, let me do this for right. you. <laughs> like, like, help a nigga out. Yeah. And, I, and I think you are very, um, you, you acknowledge Cognizant, it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, and you, and you try and, try and um, I try you know, divert to. a lot of that stuff to me. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example is fucking curtains. I hate, <laughs> hate fucking hanging up curtains. That's, that's like my, my worst enemy. Is putting them shits up. Every time I try and do it, I create more holes than necessary <laughs> in that wall. But yeah, yeah, little things like that. It'll just be like, yo, in my mind, I'm just like, this is shit that you're supposed to know how to do. Nigga. Right. Why are you fucking this up? And then you come in out of nowhere and like half an hour is up. But I'm like, yo, it, right. it's not something you could really. And that's on. the thing. Yeah, like, like not. It's not to put you down or anything, but like sometimes that's just not something that men are good at. You know, like I have an uncle who he will call in anybody for the smallest things like to take a wrench and tighten something. He will call somebody because he can't do it, you know, but he's amazing in everything else. Like he excels in everything else. And I, I just hate, you know, how much that that weighs on people. Um, and I, I do try to be cognizant of that. And I do try, you know, to not let that affect our relationship. Um, because I can easily see how it does. And like you said, when you're an independent woman, you know, coming from my, my point of view, when you've, you know, built your own self up on your own finances, you know, you've had your own time to, to learn who you are and stuff like that, um, there it does come a time where you do feel like you don't need you know that man to do whatever for you so so when we met it was kind of just like 
you're 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 here for the romance of things you know (laughs) like you're not you're not here for the technicalities in my life because I have that um and I can imagine how that must feel for a man because again on that subconscious level we are hardwired to believe that these women are these damsels you know who need us who who need you to come in and change our tire or do whatever and now more than ever women I think are discovering themselves and in discovering that they can do these things on their own so it must be frustrating to a man you know to come into this relationship and just kind of be like well damn what do i what do you need me to bring to the table um and i think it's an interesting conversation to have and i'm i'm we're lucky enough to have found that balance in our dynamic where we're able to walk that line but there's definitely still times you know where that that seesaw tilts one way a little too much sometimes yeah you know and i think it weighs in a lot more heavily for uh, a man because they they have a right it's kind of like a title for men who don't do men things they're like okay well he's not like a man's man right and i got that, you that mm-hmm. in itself is like one of those um that's a great point yeah, it's yeah. Like one of those kind of titles where it's just you're diminishing them yeah, already diminishing because they're them. not doing what yeah, is expected what yeah is expected of a man to do um but but same scenario for women. I'm sure women that um, you know do men things change their own tires mm-hmm. are kind of like is misindependent. A lot yeah. of dudes kind of look at that as like, oh nah, I don't want. Yeah, so either you're either too. getting you're you're getting labeled, you know, because yeah. if you are too manly of a woman then it's like oh she could do shit by herself she don't need me and it's on to the next and then for men you're like viewed as a sissy or something you know (laughs) if you're not doing like xyz so it's terrible um that people have that on them yeah and the the roles in itself kind of create this type of mindset that men and women have to where a, a woman who is misindependent will kind of have a strong I don't need a man to make mm-hmm. me happy type of thing too. So that kind of leaves less romance coming into your life, less men that you you really open up to. Yeah. And you kind of become in yourself a, a man and, and just kind of hold your feelings in and not really reach out to a person. And I've, I've seen it firsthand to some some of my, my friends um, who, who were dating women and and. And they it, they couldn't get nowhere. Yeah, they, they were so independent and had like two or three jobs doing their own thing, only worried about them, and not even giving a second thought to trying to date someone. Yeah. Um. So I I really think you know dominating that that thought process is is being very cognizant, you know, of your own self-conscious and your own subconscious when you go into relationships like that. Because like I said, more now more than ever, there are more independent women and there will continue to be more independent women, you know, as, as we, as a generation and society continue to grow and equality, you know, continues to change. Um, but there are so many success stories of people that have changed those dynamics, you know, like I know so many households where the man stays home, you know, like they're stay at home dads and the, the woman focuses on her career or sometimes they even like tandem do it, you know, like the dad will decide to stay home for five years so the mom can go to school and focus on that. And mm-hmm. he'll, so like there's, there are those relationships that work, but I think it's like coming to an understanding with your partner that neither of us 
are, you know, on any different level from each other. And you have your own characteristics and I have my own characteristics that we're bringing to the table. And there's not like any certain expectations. Like this isn't Sims where you should have like, you know, three bars of of tech, technical skill or whatever, you know. Like, it's fine if we're both coming to the table with different things that that aren't what traditionally used to be because things work differently, you know? Like, it's okay that things work differently. Um, but I know it's also, it's, it's stigmatized because on social media and stuff, you know, it's like a joke when when the, the guy is the emotional one or whatever, you know, like he's kind of made fun of in memes yeah. and stuff. If, if you're, if you're letting your woman be the aggressor or let her be the one, you know, to make decisions you're made fun of, yeah. which is terrible. Yeah. You, you see a lot of it with like light skin versus dark skin. Exactly. There was a meme the other day when it joke. was like light skin niggas wake up in the night and yell out, I'm pretty and then yeah. giggle and go <laughs> back to sleep. Like, <laughs> What is that? What is that even? Y'all, I'm funny. It's funny as hell, but y'all, y'all they are funny. Yeah, and and um, kind of, kind of just painting a girly um, perspective yeah. to a, to a man. And in order for a lot of these relationships to work, it does take you putting your pride to the side mm-hmm. and just kind of realizing that's a great point. Yeah. Both of you guys just have to, it, it has to be something that works out. Yeah. And another thing I noticed is that I, I think women have have kind of broken that that ceiling and just continued to to get Excel, better while, yeah. while men kind of find a place I was going to say. Really, it, well, it's kind of like women are now being able to, to take on those male type of yeah. um, abilities. It, yeah. But at the same time. It's such a it's such a um, taboo thing for men to take on women tendencies Definitely, to where yeah. men mm-hmm. are just kind of stuck in a place to where yeah. okay we're not progressing. If men it's don't want to like, learn how to cook or do DIY type shit, right? Um, and exactly because it's but the thing is like there are those men that do do it, but they're ashamed to say it. Yeah, you know, like there's some men that are just super DIY and like they can build the best shit with any blog mom out there but you're not gonna say it exactly (laughs) because then you're gonna be called gay or whatever you know and it's just like we have to as a society be be open and like kind of challenge our subconscious when we think you know oh that's weird when we see a different type of dynamic going on so I definitely think we're moving in the right direction because I I don't think in any way that women should slow down on the progression that they've been making and I don't think that we should be made we should be made to feel guilty for the progression that we've been making you know like if you're a handy woman then be handy that's fine if you're making more than your husband that's fine like all these stereotypes and stuff like you you do not need to put yourself inside of a box in order to get the man, if right. that makes any sense. Because what's weird for you, like, it's totally normal for us, you know? Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is communication. Because on those days where it does challenge you, because I, I will be honest, I think you 
get the short end of the stick in in this because I I think I fall into that category of the independent woman or whatever. So you get challenged more than I do, you know, with the role reversal. So you probably get a lot more shit. Actually, I think we both get shit from our friends because your friends will say, you know, that I am more aggressive or whatever in the relationship. You can speak on that or not. Um, but I was about to say I I get nothing from my nothing. Friends. Okay, they're, they're so then yeah, just like oh, your wife is just so amazing. She's so chill and cool it's always just like the positive things but i don't think they know of what right. all you can do see and then for me like i have friends who who will be like oh you you tell you like you give your husband orders or some shit like that wow yeah i gotta talk to y'all first <laughs> off y'all think this so this they look at me more of like a drill sergeant and i kind of feel like i get very defensive when they say that because it's kind of like no we we have an open relationship where we're, you know, communicating and it's not like one person is over the, uh, another. And just because I'm a, a control freak or whatever, I might, you know, put that within our lives, but it's still a control that we're discussing. Yeah, you know? I was going to say, it's not like you're a control freak to like, hey, you need to be cooking yeah, better. Or, it's never it, like that. It's, it's always it's a always, dynamic. Yeah, like I will come and tell you like, things. this is how I want things to be. Yeah. And then you'll either be like, nah, babe, that ain't going to work. Or, okay, I hear you and X, Y, Z. And again, it's always shit that I think we kind of kind of each assigned to one another mm-hmm. like if it's finances you're in control of financial yeah. situations we met we're married your money is my money so exactly. if it's anything mm-hmm. that we need to to kind of like work together any money i need to send you or vice versa to try mm-hmm. to get things done i would more so place that in your field because you yeah. know what you're doing um we work so to I'm each sure, other's strengths which yeah. i think makes sense so i'm sure if if they're looking at that as like, hey, you bossing your husband right. around, like, no, this is what it's, she does. Exactly. Like, and I think that's what I think, again, that's the biggest challenge for me is because when they say shit like that, I'm very my anxiety and my, you know, my emotions of because I feel judged and I feel like I want to be quick to defend you and be like, no, he is a man like he's doing whatever. You know, I feel like that's my subconscious, yeah. you know, again, with those roles of, well, he should really be the one doing this or whatever when I know that that's just not how it works for us you know and I I need to get comfortable with the idea that some people just won't understand that and it's okay that they don't understand that and to just keep it moving honestly because why change our dynamic just to reflect what others want press everyone else yeah and that shit not gonna fly the way that it needs to exactly that's probably why people are ending up in divorce now is because you know they're trying (laughs) to fit into this mold that society has told us that we have to fit into and i think that's what's beautiful with millennials is that we keep breaking these barriers and i think we need to embrace that and the fact that you know we we change things up and it's okay that we change things up because we it's it's been a proven track record that things still work when you change them up yeah most definitely. Just don't ask me to put up curtains. Anything else you need me to do, you need no me to curtains. change the patio outside, you need me to cut, cut the grass or something. By all means, I'm I'm here for you. But them curtains will be crooked. That's the other thing. As if we get a big cut. enough backyard and we get one of those like no, sit on, I want to be <laughs> driving that lawnmower. I don't care how manly that shit is. I'm driving if that you, lawnmower. If you want to mow the lawn and you got to get one of them walking. No, 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 no. I want them. I want them driving because I'm deer motor. I'm busting through that house window with that John Deere. 
I'm gonna be the nigga That's up me. at like 2 a.m. morning. They're gonna be like, what is he doing? Be my wife to this shit, nigga. Our grass is gonna be like burned through the hole because we've all been just driving back and forth. They're gonna be playing on mud. Honestly. That's funny. But yeah, um, I, I think that that covers, I think, a good idea. Um, on it um the only other thing i was going to talk about i think was sex and reversing roles with sex um are is who would be the aggressor in sex i think is there an aggressor in sex i think i I still am um i I think um when it comes to um to sex i I, not just not to be a dick or anything but i think i do a lot more work and and when i say work i mean i was about to say excuse you yeah (laughs) I mean, probably like um, more of the the in between stuff, like uh, the foreplay. Not not the. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like I, I wouldn't even get on you for that one though, because I was gonna say, you know, like while I'm all for you know women breaking gender roles and stuff like that, there are times where like I'm happy to fall into those gender roles. You know, like if that makes any sense, like. I like being like the yeah, yeah during sex. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I prefer that. Like I rather let you do all the work in sex. Right. Like I feel like I feel sexier okay. in those times. All right, because I was just trying to find a way to not sound like a dick and be like a chauvinistic. Thing. Right, I figured. But, but all right, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I mean. Like I, I, I tend to kind of like take control one once we we start getting in the groove of things, and uh, I kind of don't give you that that much space to really do your own thing <laughs> um, yeah. which um, is horrible probably it's much. okay <laughs> but I hear where you're coming from but that is what I mean you know like so sex is one of those those parts where I give you back that role if that makes <laughs> any sense I guess um, but even when like non-sex wise but like when like cooking and stuff like that in the house like I like doing that like I prefer because you're a shitty cook so All I right. prefer <laughs> but yeah that's what i mean sex is definitely one of those um but there are times where i prefer to just kind of you know give you back those reins and let you take over so are, are there like any any of those um those male and female quote wor- uh, roles that you are just like yeah yeah fuck that I-, I want that to be a role for me like cooking cleaning mm-hmm. type of roles like are there any of those that you're just like yeah yeah this is me I- I'll-, I'll keep that and i'll keep doing that um like i don't mind that being a role that's clean no cooking yes definitely cooking i like being submissive in sex and then cleaning like i know that i like how i clean but I'm too lazy, so I'm also like, fine, fuck it, let him do it. I don't, I don't care. Like, I'll just figure it out afterwards. But other than that, not, not really. No. How about um, you? Hmm? I, I think the the kind of um, the the picture that's painted for men is kind of like, oh, you guys just sit there and do nothing. Yeah, and you're not that person. I was gonna say like, I, I would love that. Yeah, like if I just sit there and do nothing, I would. Love but to you take don't that let on. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do that more than anything. No, like, no, no, you do not. Are you kidding You're me? You're always moving or trying to find something. I feel to like do. I'm always being lazy and I'm always asking you to do something no. for me. I feel like I sit back. That's crazy. It's I, funny how people interpret themselves. Um, it's a, it's a mind thing. Yeah. Like, I I would think that I I don't do nothing, but then 
I get all this praise from you and your mom yeah. and everybody saying I'm, you how do much a I do it. I'm like, nigga, what did I do? You do a lot. Um, but yeah, I guess that's our, yeah, our take. That's our podcast on role reversals, role ladies reversals. and gentlemen. Yeah. If y'all want to talk to me about how much I'm not doing as a man, <laughs> please, please feel free to email me, comment. At me, whatever you need to do, we'll whatever be, Twitter beef you need we'll to get off sure your chest. Be sure to put that in our, our recycle bins. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and throw that at me. Don't, so I can don't see y'all, y'all come here, come for my man. <laughs> but thank you again, everyone, for tuning yeah. in. Um, episode seven. Episode seven. We're getting good. We're getting good. We're, we're actually getting there. We bought, we're yeah. close to hitting that that one zero. That DA. And a few O's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But thank you, everybody. I hope you have a good night. We're going to have a celebration for episode 10, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Please tune in. What will that even look like? I don't know, but it's going to be a party. Goodbye, everyone. It's going to be a quinceanera. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) The Rest is Just Confetti is a show created by millennials for millennials, and we're just scratching the surface. Big facts, but we've got big goals as well. We want you guys to help us be a part of them. You know how the Evers got in the commercial a couple years back was doing it? Baby, digressing. But he was like, man, you know, you're sitting on the yeah, couch. Yeah, but you're digressing. All right, fine. Do, do what you do. We want you to join us on IG or TikTok. Follow us and be a part of the journey. You can also email us with topics you'd like discussed, or if you're interested on in being a guest on the show, shoot us an email at restisjustconfetti at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, it's your boy Jay Dizzle, always in the scrizzle about to be on Oh, the God, boy. Finish now. Man, Snoop Dogg do it all the time. Let you're me not Snoop Dogg. Damn, she got in there.